Thank you for flying Mad Lads. X's can be found at the front and rear of the podcast. Your pilots know nothing more than you, nor should you think they do. We are just clueless as the rest of you. Please put all tray tables and seat backs in their upright positions for takeoff. This podcast does cuss, and we fucking mean it, so we do recommend 16 and above. Please fasten all seatbelts until we have turned off the seatbelt sign. During the flight, many topics may be discussed and many ideas may be shared. None of which should be taken as fact or even the person's actual belief, but merely a debatable viewpoint. Thank you for flying Mad Lads, and we hope you enjoy the cast. Now that we have reached altitude, let's begin the podcast. I hope you guys are all secure and ready for a great night. I'm really excited. We don't have a guest, but we we have two amazing people joining my mediocre ass, and that is AG Developer and Click It. Gentlemen, how are you today? Yo, yo, yo. It's good to be here. I hope everyone had a good previous holiday. Happy Memorial Day for those that celebrate. I know our international folks may not observe the same days, but I hope you still had a good Monday. All the same. But fuck you. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Man, I am saucy tonight. Fair warning, listeners and viewers. I'm kind of saucy tonight, so it's going to be a funny cast as long as you like Family Guy and don't mind a little fun picking on you if I talk about you. Sorry. How are you doing, AG? No, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah. For a Frenchman. Get fucked. <laughs> That's how we're starting the night. So you already know it's gonna be a good day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I say we just like bullshit and talk. We we're having some good combos beforehand. Some of which are recorded. Mm-hmm. If you join our Patreon, you'll get to hear some of that shit. That's right. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Mad Lads Podcast. It's the best $5 you'll ever spend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, unless you can find a really, really good blow. Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Just wake up the next morning and your shit falls off. Like, oh, (laughs) shit, I should have spent more than five bucks. Maybe I should have tipped her five. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Join our Patreon. We won't make your dick fall off. That's our new catchphrase. (laughs) Yeah. Guaranteed to not make your dick fall off. <laughs> and if you do have a dick, you might grow one. You might get <laughs> one. Yeah. You might not want it, but that's not our fault. <laughs> you were warned. I don't. I don't. Yeah, know you brought up on yourself. <laughs> I don't know where we're going this week, but I like it. For mega supporters, we just send them like a bag of chocolate dicks. Here you go. Bag of chocolate dicks. See, guys, we don't always have news or current events. Sometimes we're just idiots and that's okay it is okay sometimes true you you gotta let go you can't be so serious all the time especially like nowadays it's too serious out here kids it's too Mm -hmm. serious listeners if i can if i can impart any wisdom that i've learned in my age and i was thinking about this by the way the other day i wanted to i wanted to impart this to you guys because you guys uh, are my friends and i want to tell all my friends this Mm. as the world gets bigger I have found more peace and happiness by making my world smaller. True. What I mean by that is stuff going on outside of my state, don't care. 
you don't care. Uh, my mom texted me today and was like, gas in California is 804. Yeah, I live in Indiana, mom. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. She's like, well, I do. Why? You live in Indiana, too. Like, fucking two miles from me. Why do you care? Our gas is still under five bucks a gallon, which is high for us, right? And she's like, oh, but, but, oh, but it's going to be hard for some people. But not me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Like, look, it's not, again, it's not that I don't have humanity, but what overrides that, that, that empathy for people I've never met is Darwinism. Fuck them. I don't. And people yeah, just it, need to not care. People. It also, people, like, reduces your stress. Sorry. I was just going to say, like, no, it when, you, when you keep your eyes over every corner of the world, you're going to be stressed 24-7 for shit that you physically cannot affect whatsoever. I'm only stressed out about shit that happens in my neighborhood. <laughs> really? Or at my work. Yeah. There's I mean, things I can change. Now that my mom's retired, she's just on social media and she's, you know, like looking it's, at crying at like all these animals, like just insane. dying yeah. due to wildfires. And I'm like, yeah, that's tragic. Oh, but I mean, dude, my mom's, my mom's doing the same thing, but she believes the world's going to end in her lifetime and this country's going to fall to shit. And I was like, mom, if it does, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. The no civilization is supposed to last forever. True. It's not. You know. It's it's okay. It's okay. We just all gotta survive. That's all. Mm -hmm. And if you mm -hmm. don't, you weren't meant to. <laughs> if you're a Christian, it's God's great plan. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You're about uh, to meet your creator. Why are you fretting? Yeah, I mean, realistically, here's, here's, here, you know, that leads me to another question and you, you guys don't have to answer and I'm going to post it to everybody. I might not even answer. Question. Mm. For the Christians or people who have a lot of Christian friends, you ever notice they're very afraid of dying, but they believe in a heaven and they try to be good Christians, except that then I question if they are because they're always scared of dying because they don't know where they're going to go. Yeah, it's like, it's going to be out of your control anyways. So either you were right or you were wrong, but either way, there's nothing you could do about it. So just accept it. I'll use my mom as an example. She is a Catholic Sunday school teacher, has spent her whole life in the church. She's a very nice woman. The most she ever does is yell. And even then, she won't do it to strangers. Only your own kids and her husband. Because, you know, you're allowed to do that. Exactly. Put your family in line. Right. Exactly. So, um, I don't, she doesn't get angry very often. She turns it inward. She's an inward person. Um, she barely cusses. And I cuss like a sailor. Um, maybe she needs to cuss more. But either way, um, <laughs> she's, she's, she doesn't do people wrong. She will allow herself to get hurt before she will retaliate. And even then, I've watched her take abuse from friends that she walked away from friends. You know, where she'll just take it, wait for a time where she can get away, and then just never deal with it again. Okay? So, my mom follows the Bible pretty closely. And she lives by it. And that's fine. Mad respect. I get it. But she's worried about dying. And I asked her. Recently, I said, why are you so worried, Mom? Well, because I don't know where I'm going to go. What? <laughs> You've lived your whole life according to those rules, some of which are contradictory, and, and you've done your best. And, and she's like, yes, but, you know, I have gay friends, and I support choice, 
And uh, I said, yeah, but th- to be honest, in the Bible, it's never explicitly said you can't have sex with a dude if you're a dude. It says you can't lay with people outside of love to do it just for lust. And if you're going to do it with same sex, you might as well do it or with opposite sex. You might as well do it with same sex, too. Right? Yeah. Like my whole argument for why gays should be allowed to be married. Why not allow them to be as miserable as the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> You I get don't understand the problem. Anyway, um, but she's afraid of this. And in all seriousness, I tried to really delve into it and get to the bottom of what she thought maybe she had done wrong in her life. I don't know everything about my mother. Nobody knows anything, everything about their parents. And if they think they do, you're deluding yourself. Everybody yeah, has I don't a that kind of information, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know, right? But everybody was a teenager once. Everybody did stuff, you know, they regret. But I, I find it hard to believe that my mother did something so bad in her childhood that it would make her question whether the doors would open. Now, the only yeah. thing I can come to reason is she's not sure whether or not she's right. Now, here's my, and this is what I told her. It kind of helped calm her down. So, Mom... If everybody else in the world is wrong and you're right, then you win. If Muslims are right, you still pretty much win. You believe in a higher power and you live by pretty much the same rules, with a few exceptions. Um, Same thing with Judaic. Now, I also pointed out that what you read in the Bible, all those rules that they live by, they're not really God-made rules. They're rules handed down by prophets, men. They're not handed down by the divine himself. The only ones that were were the Ten Commandments. Those were handed to a man by the divine. Everything else is hearsay, right? Okay, so with that being said, um, and the same thing with the story of Muhammad, okay? He was given certain things that they should live by directly from God. Every rule after Muhammad came from men who spoke for God, didn't speak to God. Okay, so as long as we understand the differences. So, what I pointed out to her was that really what the Bible says is... And and Judaic Bible, the, the, the Muslim Torah, just anything you read, it's that in the end, you get out of it what you want. Do you want your God to be a vengeful, wrathful deity who destroys your enemies when it's necessary and also loves you unconditionally even if he hates you and you hate him? You, and and I said, and that's unsilly, but you believe it and that's fine. But do you mm. believe... That that is the message. That in the end, there's love. He goes, yes. I said, then what are you worried about? You've yeah, lived exactly. your life accordingly. And she goes, well, and this this is this is as close to a truth as I could get. What if it's wrong to live your life in fear of going to the bad place? Or wanting to go to the good place, not to just do good itself. And I said... Yeah, because then it's all about intentions. Right. I said, well, with that being said, there'd be very few people in heaven, Mom. And hell's going to be a lot cooler place. True. And I said, I said, on top of that, 
if everybody's wrong and there's no God and it's aliens or science or any other number of things, okay, a, a computer program, whatever you want to believe, then we, nobody loses or wins. I mean, you can't think of, of the only life that you're guaranteed to have is the one you know of right now. You can't use that whole life acting like it's a test. And that's what I tried to express to her. And I think that helped her out. And I don't think any omnipotent, all-knowing, all-seeing God, or even uh, the, the um, if you want to look at your God as Greek, Norse, whatever, where they're, they're, they're flawed, but still divine, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that they would create all of this if that's the story you believe i don't think they do all that and set you up for ultimate failure all the time it shouldn't be a test remember god god gave it as a gift the gift of life well why do we call it that because it was a gift we should if i give you a watch for christmas it's yours to do with yes yeah if you, you can accept it, it or just like, whatever two years later because you you love the watch, but you want to give him something you love that came from somebody you care about, so you give it to him. That's your right, right? Mm -hmm. So why should your gift of life be devoted to the person who gave it to you? That makes no sense to me. I feel that the life is yours to do with as you will. And mm -hmm. you should do good. I think people need religion so that they have a moral compass. But in my mind, I don't need religion to guide me. I know that if I hurt people, there is pain. Whether it's emotional, verbal, physical, whatever. And I don't like the feeling of pain on me in any of those contexts. So why would I want to deliver it to someone else? I want to deliver stuff to people that I like. Which is laughter and and debate and uh, continued growth and evolution. That's what I want. So I give it to as many people as I can in hopes that I get some back. And maybe that's selfish. I'm selfish, but I feel that mutual benefit is the name of the game. Uh, I explained relationships like that. Like think about it. Think about it. Both you guys think about it. All relationships outside of direct blood. Not just boyfriend, girlfriend, not just, not just best friend, um, all of those, right? Even uncles, aunts, nephews, nieces, even that, okay? That's not direct blood. I'm just talking about mom, dad, brother, sister, own mm -hmm. kid, okay? Outside of those people, every single relationship should Make you something. Now, I'll give you an example. It, it doesn't all... Every, every relationship should benefit you and should benefit them too. They shouldn't have a relationship with you unless you benefit them. But it doesn't always have to be greedy. I'll give you an example. When AG needs money, he calls Hatter. Because Hatter has extra, okay? But uh, Hatter has no one... To talk to. So at 2 in the morning when Hatter's stressed out, he can call AG and AG will always pick up. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. I don't get 
I get something from AG that to me is worth giving him money when he needs it. Unconditionally, without thought. That's the friendship built. There's a friendship built on that basis. And it's good because even though there is a, a monetary transaction, I am getting something that I feel is worth that monetary transaction. Right. Yeah, because you're just sitting you. on something that you've worked hard for and, you know, they might need it in a pinch, but they'd be more than happy to lend, a, you know, an ear or a shoulder or just be someone that you can bounce ideas off of, which to you is priceless or at least right. equivalent in the exchange thereof. By the way, this yeah, is a it's... fantastical thing. I, I, yeah, this I, yeah, I, mean, I just used us as... Yeah, but um, what you're kind of like saying there is kind of like before currency was a thing, that's what people would do. You know, if they wanted that chicken, they would give, you know, like, the leg of lamb. farmer needed uh, Clickett's, Clickett the chicken farmer's chicken, they would exchange goods. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And through, that, yeah, and through that, a friendship and a mutual understanding, and right, exactly. People have forgotten that. They, they think that... This is why I, I feel that, like, boy-girl relationships fail a lot. I tell people all the time, me and my wife's our, our, our marriage is, is a business. There was love before the marriage. We got married because we had solidified the love. The marriage did not solidify the love. The marriage solidified the fact that we were okay being in business together too. And people forget that. They think engagements and marriage are relationship fixers. No, if the relationship doesn't work, you don't go to the next step. True. Right? And there has to be a give and take. There has to be a mutual give and take. Maybe, another, maybe AG doesn't talk. Right? AG, the, has, he's not a talker. He doesn't talk much. He doesn't uh, show emotion. He's more of an introvert. And the girl he's dating is a talker. But AG's a good listener. Okay? Now, maybe AG likes to do new things. Adventurous things. Skydiving, rock climbing, whitewatering. And it's, other than things that might scare her to death, she's okay with trying these new things. So he's okay with listening to her prattle on about her girlfriends and their work and whatever else shit. She appreciates that, and he appreciates her willing to go along on these dumbass adventures that, you know, could scare the shit out of most chicks. So he falls in love with the fact that she's adventurous and willing to go with him on these adventures. She falls in love with he's a good listener. And through that, they find and grow together other mutually beneficial webs. Uh, I, I couldn't unweave myself from my wife without a lot of work. I just want to quickly add in, you described me perfectly there. It's scary how accurate you were there. <laughs> so, so it's, it's like, people need to understand that relations are truly give and take. It is a business. Now, the business involves emotion. But you have to understand what you're willing to give and what you're willing to accept in any relationship with someone you meet. And... Every person you meet is going to have a different criteria and a different standard, and you'll give them the same, a different criteria and a different standard. So people have to be okay with that. Uh, that's why So would you say, I was going to say, so would you say it's healthy for people to actually reevaluate why they're in certain relationships and to actually yes. establish the fact what they are gaining and not, and it's not 
purely for selfish reasons, but to eventually assess. It is for selfish reasons. You only get one. One life. Everything is selfish. You only get one. And and I don't care. People can call me selfish. I don't give a fuck. It's not your life. I'm not an... I I am an asshole to people, but I'm not, like, truly an asshole to people. I won't fuck people over to, to... to better myself, I won't step on people to get ahead. I won't do that shit. But at the same time, I don't care about people's feelings either. If I do something that looks to me like it has no unintended harm, and somebody feels hurt about it after the fact, don't give a fuck. Don't. Fuck. Yeah, you're not responsible for how they take it. So I say that all the time. You are responsible for every word that comes out of your mouth. You are not responsible for every word that goes into someone's ear. It's True. how they take it. And if I go... Uh, if I, I'm trying to think of a very generalized thing that people could take the wrong way without it being some really, like, hot point that I'd have to explain. But... if If... I can't think of anything off top. Well, just holding the door, opening the door for someone. Oh, you could yeah, just even like, oh. oh my god. Okay, okay. <laughs> my boss, my boss, I have, or not my boss, my coworker does does not like being called Miss. Okay, I I call her Miss. Her name. Okay. I was raised to treat women, especially at work, in the workplace, in a professional setting, with respect. Okay. Now, I was also taught that Miss is generally a single woman. And so, you always, with a younger woman, say Miss just in case she's unmarried. Okay, With an older woman, it's Mrs. Or if they're married, Mrs. And if they're really old, it's Madam. Right? Okay. So, you know, I would call her Miss all the time. And she got so mad. She gets very mad. Because it comes out. It's, it's just... it's like beat into my head and i i've told her many times it it means for me it means young young woman you know uh in a in a professional setting but she yeah, doesn't respect really and i get that i get it it's so hard to stop my thing but it's just a difference of opinion now uh am i gonna stop saying it i'm gonna try do i honestly care about her feelings no <laughs> and if she listens to this, she'll laugh. She will. She knows I like her. She's 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 a cool chick. Uh, well, I don't think anyone would fault you for erring on the side of manners. It's not like you're doing it maliciously. Like she, does. she doesn't like she this, does, and it's you know? okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'll allow it. She's um, allowed to not like it. It's okay. True. Uh, but what I was uh, if I could take it a little back uh, to what we're talking about with uh, regards to. Like, like religions and um, what happens in the afterlife and stuff like that. Uh, one, uh, when I was younger, I just came to the realization, it's like, just like how I can move my hands and I have this consciousness here and I just one day woke up to understanding how to move my body and this is the world that I'm perceiving around me. If I die and, like, I don't get to experience this again, then it's gone, it's fleeting, like, whatever. But if, like, a million years pass and then all of a sudden I'm back into a consciousness, into whatever form or universe or place it happens to be, then I'll just be that. Like, maybe I'll come back as a fly, maybe I'll be on some other planet. Who knows? It doesn't really matter, but as I'm able to shape the world around me and to observe it, you know, I think that there's a chance that maybe lightning will strike twice Yeah. in that regard. Um, and then another—oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I can understand that, yeah. 
Mm -hmm. And then the other realization I had was after, um, like, trying some mushrooms and stuff like that. Um, basically, I felt like if we all originate from the source, which is God, the creator, however you want to view it, um, but he's, you know, up in heaven, he's not really able to directly communicate and talk with us because just his mere presence alone would just cause our entire being to just, like, explode, theoretically. We, as people and individuals in every facets of life, are exploring uh, the world around us, seeing how we actually treat people, seeing the kindness and the goodness. And then those experiences, which are ingrained in us, when we die, we take that back up to the source. So that is how God is able to see the world through our eyes, even if it's not in real time. But at least that was the thought or theory that I had. Like, you know, we are teaching God about the world, but... He's just physically not able to actually like just watch and observe or perceive us without maybe it having some direct effect on us. Theory. Here's my thought: <laughs> if, if there's some creator, I would liken this probably to be an experiment. Uh, let's put a little DNA here and see what happens. So here's here's my thought though: if we've already figured out the scientific method, I'm sure God has. Do you fuck with your control? I don't think so. You let your experiment run. Right, so I don't think I don't think he's poking fingers in places, and I don't think that's going on. Uh, if 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 there's that kind of creator, I think more realistically, we're talking about the concept of any technology that surpasses uh, the the perceiver far enough would liken it to God or miracles. Um, I think that's what we're observing. I think we're we're talking about being visited at one time. Mm. Um, you know, we, we've talked about the lens theory. Where's the lens for, uh, for, for creatures? Cause we live in a graveyard. We all watch that video. Mm -hmm. Um, for those that don't, uh, I will put a link in our discord. Remember you can join our discord by going to bit.ly forward slash the mad lads discord, either all in capitals or all lowercase with each of the first letter of the words. And so I will post that in there. You guys should watch the video if you're interested in this. But uh, a brief synopsis, we should, with our technology, be able to at least see 15 to 20 other uh, species out into the cosmos. Something, fires, uh, uh, different gases, greenhouse gases that would show some kind of civilization, um, not just oxygen, but actual signs, satellites, something. We should be able to see something in our, in our space. We don't. Um, yeah, or pick so, up their radio waves or something. Something. Um, and so it begs the question, where is everybody? Well, it's called a... What's the lens called? I can't remember. But basically, there's a, there must be a filter for life um, where it, it prevents them most from getting past a certain point. Now, the question is, is that lens behind us? Is it... Uh, man making fire is it uh, the ability to mate with other species and create a unified uh, species like Homo erectus, Neanderthal? You know there was lots of intermating, and we are the results globally. Um, is it nuclear warfare? Is it somewhere after us when nukes really become a problem? Is it globalization, global information? Is it? Is it just population? Do you get so big that the, the world tears itself apart um, and then life starts over? We don't know where that lens is at. 
And so it begs the question, but what if, and, and this is my theory now after watching and learning some of that, what if we were visited back in ancient times, okay? But that lens caught whoever that was. What if that species isn't actually from anywhere near us? What if they're scouts doing stuff on ancient outposts that are only active when they get there or when they leave? Um, the other problem is that some of what we see way off is hundreds of years ago. We don't see what's going on now. Yeah, like all the lights and the stars in the sky, like that's just, you know, light traveling from millions of years or light years, you know? Yeah, I can't remember what the thing is, but it's something like like 50% of the stars you see in the sky now are already dead. Yeah, and after something, hearing about something like that, it makes me wonder why people put so much faith in uh, astrology. I know that's going to ruffle a whole bunch of feathers and people with dream catchers <laughs> on their wall, but I mean... You know, you're you're looking at something that doesn't exist anymore, and you're basing today's choices on what clearly doesn't, you know, matter. Well, here's here's their argument would probably be because the light still shines, we are still affected by the presence. So hmm. we, we already know that time and light and gravity all intermingle. We just don't know exactly the direct correlation. You cannot have certain ones without the other and vice versa it's like a weird triangle and there's a couple other things in there um but we know that time slows down based on gravity and speeds up or stops based on light travel there's something about light that stops time okay with that being said um perhaps there is something to that where even though we know that those no longer exist, they still influence our everyday. Uh, what was it? The star would explode and we wouldn't notice. We'd be on like a 30 or 40 second delay. Well, are you talking about a distant star? Or are you talking about the sun? No, ours. Ours. It's like a 30 or 40 second delay. Um, Just for ours. I think if the sun were to actually like stop doing its thing it would take about seven minutes before the earth freezes they, to death. They, oh yeah yeah but what what they said was we wouldn't see the explosion for about 30 35 seconds hmm. that's how long the light takes to travel just from our sun right yeah and we're Super right close. here mm -hmm. we circle the motherfucker so <laughs> you know we're talking about shit we're looking at that's fucking light years away well you know they're called light years for a reason True. so um, it's, it's, it's really interesting stuff and some of it, you know, I'm a smart guy. Some of it is just mind boggling when you really, uh, I watch, I watch this chick on YouTube, the science girl, the something girl, really, really cool. I'll have to look, I'll have to put some of her stuff. She, she explains really, really hard, complex concepts really, really well, um, and uses really good visual tools to, to. Talk about things like black holes, gravity, things that we all know about and go, oh, yeah, 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 I know. But we don't. Even the number one, the top people don't know. It's all theories. So, yeah. Like, they, they, she talked about, uh, she explained white holes. You know what white holes are? Never They're the opposite of black holes. Yeah. They, like they light just found them. Yeah, they just found them. The, what they believe is they could be 
the exits of black holes on the other side. So the, the there are a lot of theories, but what they know is, because they've only found one, what they know is they die out quick, like in weeks. Hmm. So to catch one is possibly crazy. What they also realize is, so they're, they're exactly what they sound like. They're the opposite. Matter what happens when a white hole dies, though? Like, what happens mm -hmm. when a white hole no longer exists? What takes its place? Or it just fizzles into nothing? I can't remember. I'll find the video. Uh, no worries. I'm just curious now. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's really cool. But they talk about the matter and the light being expelled from it constantly. It's pretty crazy. And they believe this is part of the pushing of the universe as well. Now, it's crazy because we've, we've found lots of black holes. But what was postulated is we've been looking for them. We've yeah. never looked for the opposite. True. Until now. So let's see in a few years what, what comes of that. That's pretty interesting shit. And like brand new. So. Pretty cool shit. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been watching a lot of these random weird shit. I was watching one about this forest that's in a cave in China. These caves and these big sinkholes were only found 10 years ago. Wow. Those are fascinating, though. Like, its own little, like, life sphere of, like, isolated evolution, and you might see stuff that you've never seen before, or stuff yeah. that would be ex extinct living in this freaking hole. It's super cool. Um, I've been watching a lot of random weird shit. YouTube might have its hooks in me. <laughs> YouTube! <laughs> That's it, he's hooked. That's right. Okay, so I know we haven't talked about it much. I do want to bring it up a little bit. And I just want to say, Amber Heard's career is over. That girl, do you, do you, okay, I don't know if you guys saw my pose. She's not only looking at perjury charges in Australia. Oh, man, I hope that she gets time for that. Smuggling she, dogs. Yeah. Well, if she gets hit on that, she's also going to get charged for doing it. Then she's looking now at multiple perjury charges here in the U.S. But see, the Not perjury charges in the U.S. doesn't doesn't hold like any prison time, does it? It just fines. Yeah, not exactly. Mm. It depends on what they find. If they find those photos are manufactured, then she manufactured evidence, and that. Is felony material. Hmm. Manufacturing evidence is big time. That's when you're in. Even if you're doing it for a civil case, that becomes a felony. It's big time. You yeah, because you're making a mockery of court. And they do not take that shit lightly. And um, three or four different. Uh, Melcher even said it, but a couple others even said, um, that. This is one of those times where they may throw the book at Amber just to make a point. Just because you're famous doesn't mean you can do whatever the fuck you want. True. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of that. I mean, I think me and her have been watching the same videos because I have been binge-watching Popcorn Planet for, yeah, like, the past really few good. days. Uh, yeah. So a lot of crazy shit, like, with, like, the photos and stuff. You know, they were trying to grill the... Um, photo guy and the, 
fucking who who which lawyer was I again? I think it was I know that um Andrew was the ex lawyer, right? No 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 um Amber's lawyer. Um Oh fucking Ben Jr. The one that had to the rise. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that one. Um yeah, he was trying to like grill him like he's an expert on metadata, grilling the metadata expert, as if he's the expert, not the actual expert he's questioning, you know, it was it's crazy. Well, that's like, and, yeah. that's like Amber when she took the stand. She basically said the cops lied, the the everybody lied but Amber. The security guards, the cops, they all lied. They're all out to get her. Johnny's doing a smear campaign. Everybody's out to get her. She's a victim. Really? Here's what I was always taught. If everybody else is the problem, it's probably just you. Yeah. True. And also, the entire lawsuit is about whether or not she wrote the op-ed about Johnny, right? Right, and she, she claimed she did. Yeah, she was talking to the jury, and she was clearly talking about Depp, because she was mentioning by name, and he kept, and after she mentioned by name, he kept saying he, 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 and eventually, she said, and that's why I wrote the op-ed, to expose him. To expose why people come out and lie about um ab lie and uh, his favor about me, and it's like, well, you've just completely closed the entire case. That's it. It's... Yeah, it's over. I don't know why they didn't come to a decision today. I don't know what else they have to go over. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. The case but... is only about did she write the op-ed, and 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 was the op-ed uh, exaggerated to the point that it became defamatory. Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, well, actually, um, the Law and Crane Network, because uh, I was watching a live stream for a little bit, they were actually saying that the jury is possibly trying to take into account all the things. Like, okay, yeah, it's this trial about the op-ed, but then also the fact that she's countersued and how that decision could affect that, and also what kind of damages to award and stuff like that, whether they're gonna just award one dollar to make a point or whether we're gonna award the entire thing oh that's um, what it is guess what she's gonna she they're talking about bringing her up in charges in australia for what's mm. called glassing what's glassing glassing is when you throw glass at another human being it is considered a very serious offense damn that is nuts wow. i mean it's good that they actually have this but i've never heard I, of it before i'll give you a point so in 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 indiana if I throw a pencil at you, the minute it leaves my hand, it's considered assault with a deadly weapon because you're you're no longer in control of where that pencil goes. Really, it's not like the type of what you've thrown, but it's just the fact that you're no longer in control. That's why. Yes. Deadly weapon, wow. Yep. Anything you th that leaves your hand can be considered a deadly weapon. Good to know. Well, Same thank thing. God I never went to school in America because fuck me, the charges. Oh, they would, never, they would never get kids. I mean, obviously, they would. But, but half the school would be suing me. In in point is, uh, you know, we were having all the George George Floyd stuff in my hometown. No police have shot anybody. Okay, that's not going on. But we had protests. And the protests started blocking traffic. You heard Freddie talking about that last week. Okay. Mm. That's where I disagree. I'm a protester. I'm with you. 
You gotta know how to do it, and you gotta know your rights, and you gotta know what you can and cannot do. And you cannot break the law to make a point. Stopping traffic and walking in a busy four-lane street downtown during rush hour traffic is dangerous for not only you, but people in that car. And it's illegal. Stay off yeah, because, the uh, you know, it's not uncommon for people to try to flip cars over and shit. So what are you going to do? Cars to run under, through you know? crowds of people and killing yeah. tons of people. Yeah. So and there was actually an example made of that um, yeah. back here in the UK because it was an organization in Chile, Britain, that decided that to kind of protest, I think it was like the heating prices or something. It was some stupid thing. But they said to protest, they all go out onto a motorway you know, where cars are driving 70, 80 miles an hour and they're just going to sit down. And some people actually glued uh, themselves to that motorway and just in the middle when it's like uh, 9, 10 in the morning when everyone's going on that motorway to get to work and stuff. You know, eight, you know, 60, 70, 80 miles an hour and they're just sitting there in the middle of the road causing a danger. They actually caused a few accidents because cars had to basically just stop and swerve. That's fucked up, man. And some of them got extreme jail time, like we're talking 10 plus years, because yeah. that was dangerous as fuck. Yeah, well deserved. I mean, they could have lost their life. I mean, it's, it's 10 years to save someone's life and teach them an important lesson. I mean, I, I feel like it's, you know, time well deserved. Well, that's the thing. They just well, my, kept my, doing my, it. They kept doing whole, it every single day for like two weeks, my, which is the whole point thing. was that, that in this peaceful crowd, people mm -hmm. started throwing uh, plastic bottles and shit. And and people were all upset that they started using fucking tear gas and shit to disperse people after they had repeatedly said, this has become unlawful, please go the fuck home. And you don't know what's in that bottle. It could be some caustic agent, it could be poison, it could be anything. anything. Well, and so my, my, what I told a bunch of people is you're lucky they didn't fucking start shooting you people. Because the minute a bottle flies at a police officer in Indiana, they have the right to open fire. And you endangered a crowd of people to, to do what? Throw a bottle at a guy at work? He doesn't give a shit what's going on. He got called to do his job, and he's going to go do his job. Exactly. What the fuck? He's not the guy in another state who, who killed a guy. He's yeah, the guy. like the dude from Illinois that went traveling with a rifle. Yeah. Uh, I think whose mother drove him to the event. I am all for complete... Police reformation across the country. I am. 150%. But with that being said, we need a mental reformation across the goddamn globe. There is, there is this weird mix of people who say, we shouldn't have police, we should police ourselves. Really? <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> When's the last time that's ever worked in history? Do you want all the people who own all the guns to police for you? Because nope. I'm telling you what, most of them probably voted for somebody you don't like. Biden. No! <laughs> Other guy. Hmm. Trump. See, that's, that's what they don't understand. The most extreme radical motherfuckers are the ones with all the guns! You dumb True. fuck. They do this shit for fun. They, they got, you know, they're firing their shit off on their property. 
they got like just as well armed as like the police if not more so they're waiting for society to fall apart over what color a sweater is on the internet they are they're waiting for it and and these 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 jackoffs in big cities who have never left or know nothing outside of their hometowns and even some of the small towns although i have to say some of those people have broader minds than the big city ones and i've lived in both um, <laughs> it's it's just insane you know the people with all the, the the crazy colored hair and and tell you they're the most free thinking people are often the most closed minded assholes you'll ever meet because they want you to accept everybody but only the groups that matter. They want you to accept all the LGBTQ people. They want you to accept black, Hispanic, Asian, white. They want you to accept everybody. Unless you're a neo-Nazi, a Black Panther, somebody who likes Muslims. Um, you know, I could go on. There's, there's a bunch of people they don't like. You know, and here's the problem. You either stand for all freedom or you don't. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten in many fights with people you know, where where I stand up for the right for someone to be a racist piece of shit. Yeah, but you also stand for the right for them to get clocked in the face for being a yeah. racist piece of shit. I'm gonna videotape it! <laughs> that shit's going on worldstarhiphop.com. I might hit the guy for being a racist piece of shit, but the point is, I will defend his right to be one because I like to know the people to avoid. And if you tell everybody they can't tell you what they want, you don't know who to avoid. Then it's all fake. Then you never know who the devil is, right? I like to know the crazies. I like to know the people I should vehemently cross the street to get away from. True. You know? I don't want to make wearing KKK hoods illegal. Why? Because I want to be able to throw rocks at those people. That's true. Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So May as well, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they all go behind closed doors and they, they, they make laws from their private offices you can't change, right? I want these people to free speech on Twitter. I want to know that the president's a crazy person and shouldn't be on a keyboard. I want to know these things. You mm -hmm. people want to shut them down. I don't want that. I want as much information and truth as I can get. And unfortunately, the truest someone ever is is online because for some reason, people think they're immune when they're online. Mm -hmm. They're not. I want to tell you that right now. They're not. But they think they are. Yeah, they ask feel any... safe behind that anonymity. Yeah. I mean, ask anybody who's sent money to a prince in Al, Al Jabir for an island. <laughs> I'm telling you what, <laughs> there's always a comeback. Um, but it's, it's just, it's just silly. I, I don't know, man. I don't have a lot of faith for this world. I don't, I don't. I hope, uh, in my, in my black little heart, that the whole world falls apart. And people are like, oh, why could you say that? Because something new will be made. I'm yep. a I'm an entropy chaos guy, right? Like everything has to burn to grow again. Would you say yeah. that that kind of falls under, like, a type of anarchy? I'm not an anarchist. I enjoy the rule of law. It affords me freedoms and protections and all kinds of stuff. But I'm a realist, and I know that no civilization in history lasts forever. Mm -hmm. And to believe so 
is egotistical beyond belief. And I'll give you another one. No species in history lives forever. The only thing that comes close are amoebas Cockroach. and uh no well no even more uh amoebas and and um bacteria and spores uh can live uh up to 50,000 years in ice. Uh wow. I watched the permafrost thing. I'll share it with you guys. It's really dope. Um but um cuz they're doing a lot of studies on it now. But um there are many um creatures that can sustain themselves through all sorts of stuff, but we're not one one of them. Um, we think we're really tough. No, we're really smart. That's it. That's it. We're actually very weak. We're actually not on any top of any food chain. Not in the water, not on the land, not in the sky. We are probably somewhere in the middle. The only thing that affords us the, the cheat is the fact that we can make tools. And mm -hmm. we can make things. And we have these. I mean, chimpanzees are making fire now. We should all be really worried about Planet of the Apes. <laughs> That's for oh, real. Yeah. Chimps are making fire now, dude. Yeah. Uh. That's some scary shit. Oh, boy. I... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, they start riding horseback. I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to Mars with Elon. Elon, take me! Um, I'll come back and be like, no. <laughs> anyway, um, but but I I truly believe you know ev everything has its place. I don't believe we're going to be the last dominant species on the planet. I think that's again egotistical. Um, I do think that if we don't wipe ourselves out here soon, nature will do it for us one way or another. Uh, two years ago, we were. Three years ago, we were nine days shy of getting a solar flare that would have wiped out almost all satellites, all communication, and anything plugged into a wall socket. It would have taken us 14 to 20 years to come back. If that. If the chaos and, like, 20, you know. 2025 is the next one, and chances are it's going to hit us. What, uh, what stopped the last solar flare? It just wasn't as bad as they anticipated. Bad, bad timing. Bad timing. We only caught like a portion of it and it barely, like it was, we saw a reflection of it. It's basically all we saw. Lucky. And it still knocked out six or seven satellites. Um, if we ever get hit, last time we got hit full blast is when Vincent Van Gogh did his scream. You ever wonder why the skies are those purples and blues and like your background, AG? You ever wonder why you see those back then? That's because that's the color of the sky back then. It always looked like it was on fire. And there was constant aurora borealis going on during that time. Across mm. the globe. Uh, I'll share that video with you guys too. Pretty cool. Wow. What a wild time to be alive. Uh, and we wow. might see it. 2025. We'll see. Three years, baby. Let's go. Oh, my shoulder is killing me, boys. Um... Three more right. years in the world ends. I can't wait. Well, at least be knocked back a little bit, and that'd be kind of nice. I'll just, I'll just unplug my computer for all of 2025 and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys in 2026. Fuck off. <laughs> You'll be the only streamer in 2026, and you just claim the whole market. Yeah. 
We're gonna be like, I'm back, bitch! Your phones will be fine as long as you don't have them charging. When that when the flare hits. So maybe build yourself an extra computer for just in case. Luckily, I have a couple. I'll be okay. That should be fine as well. Yeah, maybe I'll stream on my lesser PC. Ah. <laughs> Mobile gaming time. Yeah. <laughs> Won't matter. I'll only be able to play games I have fully downloaded. Anyway, which is fine. I don't give a shit. I have a lot. Yeah, so what games have you actually been playing recently? Me? Oh my yeah. god. Um, man, let me uh let me pull up a a thing here. Let me look at what I got. Let's see. Let's see. So recently, <laughs> let's see. Let's go. I'll go quick. Let me get my mouth ready. We'll go quick. Uh, I'll just give you like the really recent ones. Age of Grit, uh, Dust Diver Two, uh, Galactic Civs Four Game Deck. Uh, really good, by the way. Um, Interstellar Space Genesis, uh, King Arthur Knight's Tale, Maglam Lord. Um, da -da -da -da, there's a couple others in here. Uh, Punk Wars. Um, Kepler. Kepler V Rising. Uh, Tennis Manager 2022. Uh, Trek to Yomi. Um, I feel like I'm missing something, but I don't know what. V rising a lot because we have a server. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! What? And the devs just gave me the the new Dune game that came out, the the RTS uh, StarCraft one. Oh, it's so dope! It's so dope. It smells like good game. <laughs> mm -hmm. That new game smell. That new game smell. Mm. Spice. How about you, AG? Uh, what what games have been, you been yeah, on? What have you been playing? Uh, I completely pales in comparison to what Harry's been playing. I mean, he's just listed off like half my Steam library in numbers. <laughs> Does Pornhub <laughs> count as a game? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't... Yeah, so the, the games I've been playing recently, I can actually count all on one hand. So, this hand, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, so Beat Saber, um, Final Fantasy 15, um, what was your Formula One 2022? I absolutely love it. Okay. I absolutely love it. It's it's really good. It's the last game they made before EA took them over. So, do you actually play? I don't know. I've got a joystick, I've got, a, I'm hoping to one day, but. I'm just using controller. It okay, makes it a bit four? easier. And four is I've just bought it today as of like a few hours ago. Stardew Valley. Fun game, fun game. What about you there, Click? Uh, wait, um, Streets of Rogue. What else? Streets of, Streets of Rogue is gorgeous. Um, I've recently gone through all the mechanics that are in uh, Gas Station Simulator. Really, really fun game. I highly recommend. Um, they have a DLC out for it, which is only $3, uh, which is super affordable. Um, what else, what else, what else? I'm opening up my Steam right now, if, if it'll actually refresh, but 
Um, what else? Uh, I just recently got uh, Hobo Tough Life. Very, very hard survival game, but I definitely I recommend. It's, it's just hard as shit. It is. You gotta be real strategic on few of those things. Uh, Cork Keeper, which is still in early access, but they're adding a lot to it. Like, the most recent update added a whole slew of different mechanics that actually make it seem like a whole other game. Uh, more biomes, more bosses planned. Uh, definitely recommend people check out Core Keeper. Um, Power Wash Simulator, that's a fun one. Just for, like, ASMR cleaning. And just, like, you know, tuning out the world. And You played My Summer Car, didn't you? I haven't, but I watch a lot of streamers that are pretty good it's at that. It's ridiculous. I had a guy on my stream. I, I, I got it given to me. He tried to walk me through it. <laughs> I gave up after two hours, man. I couldn't. It's like car mechanic sim with no help. Mm -hmm. It's but once it's funny. Once you get down, like actually know how to build the car, because if you play it as it's intended, where it's permadeath, then you know you eventually get to build the car like with your eyes closed after just doing it so many times. But you have to put in the hours and the practice and the effort. But it's it's definitely not a game that coddles you whatsoever. It's like Bennett Foddy. Love Bennett Foddy. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, I've just remembered to add to mm. my four games, there's actually a fifth Star Citizen. Completely forgot Ooh. about that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't jump in for the expo because of all the wonkiness. But yeah. I have thought about buying the $40 mule because it's an LTI token. Ooh. $40 LTI tokens are rare. So I might spend 40 bucks and get a new LTI token for the next ship I want to get. But nice. I have also been working on some new Mumford and Sons songs. <clears throat> so been learning some new guitar shit. Hell yeah. That's what's up. I'm glad. It seems like after we had our musical guest on the show, um, you've been getting a little bit more into it. And when you've been hearing it out with Jared, you've, you know, been a little bit more inspired to mess with your guitar. Yeah. I do it. I, I try to do it a few times a week now instead of like just letting it sit over there. That's glorious. It is. It is. Yeah, guys, fantastic. we want to hear. We want to hear what you guys are doing uh, in the week. Uh, again, join us in the Discord. Tell us what you did this week, and and tell us if there's anything interesting you did this week. We'd like to hear about it. Show us pictures if you went somewhere for uh, Memorial Day. If you celebrated uh, anything, really. So. Um, yeah, make sure you join and, the Discord for that. So that's yeah. Click if you want to do that. Of course, it would be bit.ly forward slash the Mad Lads Discord. Uh, everything you must would either be capitalize the letters, or I will eat you. Yeah, capitalize the first letter of every word, or all lowercase, if you can't be asked to do it. And not only that, but then I should also mention that um, you can also send us a voice message. Um, uh, bit.ly forward slash your mad lads, um, our podcast page, you can send us a voice message, or you can also send us a message on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash mad lads podcast. We <laughs> love messages from you guys, because when you give us messages, it makes us feel like you like what we do for you, and that's awesome. Uh, we do appreciate any feedback, the support. Uh, we've been seeing the new listeners. We love it. Um, and. Uh, Tell your friends if you think they'll get into what we talk about or discuss. Again, we do this so that we give you something to think about. 
You know, that's our whole purpose. We don't want to be right or wrong. We just want to give a perspective and then we want you to counter it or add to it or take it and run with it. Figure out something new. We love that shit and we want to hear about it. We definitely want to hear about it. Yeah, we're all streamers, so there's a high chance if you want to get in and game with us. I mean, we don't bite that I much. Do. I do. <laughs> he does. Yeah. I still have marks. They're love bites. Like, um, a, like, like a Rottweiler, a German Shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, uh, one thing that we were also talking about before we started recording was actually um, cartoons. Uh, oh, and how they've had yeah. racist connotations uh, based on the time period, which was commonplace. Like, if you look at anything by Disney or, like, Mickey Mouse during war times, like, they actually had some pretty risque stuff that you that wouldn't fly under any of the circumstances, even today. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, just think about it. I mean, when's the last time you saw a Speedy Gonzalez cartoon? Ever. You don't see him anymore because they took him down because they bundled all the stereotypes of an entire people that actually no longer really exist outside of like lower Texas into, <laughs> into one little mouse. And it bothered people, which I don't understand because it didn't bother people 40 years ago. Um, do you feel it's uh, appropriate that they've fought against some mascots that they've had? No. Like, uh, Aunt Jemima. You know, the... Well, yeah, there's there's that, but I was thinking more like uh, the Redskins and stuff like that, or I think you know, all that. I think all that's really dumb. I think people are just too easily triggered. True. I mean, yeah, you you can call me Cracker Shorty, uh, 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 fag, uh, whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. You know why? Sticks and stones, baby. I learned that when I was like six. Words don't hurt me unless I let them. True. And since since uh, we don't sleep in bed together, I don't have to see you every Thanksgiving. Your words mean nothing to me, right? Yeah. So if, if someone's not paying your bills, their opinion matters not. Yeah. 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 They. So I I don't understand why. That's why. That's why I mean my my world's gotten so small, uh, and my life's become better happier i mean you can only have a big world when you're young it's that's the only time it's healthy because you know it drives you it drives you to change you and evolve you and figure out what you stand for and don't stand for but look if, if you're over 35 40 um and 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 you're being triggered by shit on facebook uh, i've got some <laughs> advice I've, look I've away some, well no i've got i got some really good advice stop it I will fix all of your therapy bills and medication with two words. Stop it. Stop it. Just you stop. Just slap yeah, just stop. Stop giving a shit so much. It doesn't matter. Look, you can you can want to care about people in Ukraine. You can want to care about people all over. But don't let it weigh on you. Don't mm -hmm. yell at your friends because they don't care. That's not conducive or constructive. Not everybody should care about it. If you want to, props to you. But don't let it eat you alive. Don't let it 
color your perspective of everyone around you. That's not healthy. The same thing can be said for religion, politics, taste in music, anything. Anything. And and people just need to start accepting people for who they are. You don't have to like it. You just have to accept it. You can accept it and walk away. Mm. You don't even have to tell them, hey, I don't like you. You don't even have to do that. You just walk away, people. You can ignore people. It's really simple. Really, really simple. Now, for those that say, yeah, but what if they just keep poking? You punch them in the face. True. Cause and effect, right? There's, there's, there's all kinds of equal reactions in the world. You know, someone says something I don't like. I don't have to respond. I walk away. If they keep following me and talking, I remind them they could get into physical pain. They continue. They will get into physical pain. Easy. It's easy. It's really simple. I don't understand the problem. You know, and it never really has to get that far. There's many steps in between there, but you know, I, I just don't see why everybody's so butthurt all the time. Everywhere, everywhere, of all ages, races, sexes, uh, sexual preferences, creeds, doesn't everybody's butthurt? Everybody's soft, so soft, emotional, True. emotional. You know, um, I don't. Uh, I really don't get hurt by that shit. I don't think there's anything anyone could say to me outside of my daughter or my mother that could make me cry. Yeah. There's no more cherry coke. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Was that better than Amber Heard? Yes. Okay. I felt that. Man, I I watched her with that fake cry shit. It's so crazy. It's so... I don't know how... After the trial, they're going to be like, yeah, you're going to add my tears in post-process, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is CG, right? Oh, it's not... Oh, <laughs> oh it's live? Oh, fuck. fuck. Where's my visine? <laughs> Achoo. She just has like a snack bag full of diced onions and she's just like huffing it. Yeah, I don't. That whole, uh, the whole trial is just. Uh, uh... I'm glad that it's uh, on its end, end of day, so it's starting to yeah, wrap up, so that's yeah. good. It's, yeah. It's like, how much more crazy can you hear? I do want to ask someone about when you were talking about over crying stuff. Remember when she took that um, little napkin and then she kind of put up to her nose and kind of sniffing? Well, um, I remember what was it? I think it was Andy. He was saying that oh, people were speculating that it's something that she was sniffing to, like you know, because there's things they can sniff that make you cry, but because she's so dead inside, she couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people have been speculating about that and things like that, but no, I just, I just found that really funny. <laughs> Your tear ducts have, like, dried up. It's, like, I can't be surprised by some of this shit anymore. And what's funny is, um, you know, I'm still following some of the other shit going on. Uh, you know, Biden's rampage through fucking common decency. Um, 
monkey pox. Hmm? Let's just oh man, can can we just quit with the crazy fucking transmittable diseases? Can we just stop? Now yeah. there's monkey pox, bro. Well then. Yeah, have you read about that? It's it's no, I, I think that's what they shut down China for. Yeah, no, it's been in the UK as well, apparently. It's, it's not pox. one thing, it's another thing. I don't know I don't know why they think they can just catch it. If 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 you already know it's there in a, in a country like China, if you already know it's there, then it's already left. Too late. <clears throat> you know, if you if you find out about a outbreak in Rhode Island, you might be able to contain it. But if you find it in a place like China, that's like going that's like going to New York. And finding one guy who's sick. No, no, no. You found one guy who's sick. You haven't found the 400 people he just got sick. True. You know? Um, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. So, I, I don't know. We need, to, we need to come up with a realistic way to live through continued diseases. Now, my, my, this is my Darwinist speaking. You think it's nature's way of saying we're getting close to our cap? You know, 11 billion is what they said. We're at 7.2. 11 billion is what the planet can sustain. Not because of land space, but of fresh water and sustainable food. Not including the corporations that take it for profit. That's right. 11 billion people. That's the tipping point, roughly, for when collapse happens and we're at seven two they predict by 2025 funny enough uh -huh. we'll be at almost 10 9 to 10 we're almost there now i would think that nature which has which has killed off many creatures who have had a lot longer reign than us has done this many times before it knows how to take care of this problem Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, all it took is one meteor, right? And boom, look what happened to the hey, dinosaurs. Hey, hey, speaking of ego, how egotistical is it to think that we could stop an asteroid the size of Texas or <laughs> defend against cosmic radiation burning through our fucking ionosphere? How? Egotistical do we have to be to think that we can stop galactic countermeasures to overpopulation? Elon's right. The best we can do is populate multiple places. True. I mean, I would have shot for the moon first, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe not enough gravity to make that feasible. Plants and such probably need a very specific gravity because they're they're propagated from generations of things on Earth-like gravity. Mm -hmm. So certain things might not be able to grow without certain conditions being met. I don't know. Not a not an astrobiologist. I don't know. But but maybe that's why Elon's looking to Mars instead of the Moon for some kind of actual colony. Hmm. Or yeah, maybe he feels closest, the moon's you know? too close. And that that's an easy enough goal to do. He wants to go further in his lifetime. The moon's a stepping stone. I don't know. Makes sense. Fuck, I might as well go to Pluto then. <laughs> hey, that's no longer a planet. 
You take that back. Shit, I keep forgetting about that. Oh wait, did 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 they bring it back yet? I thought. I think they brought it back and then removed it again and brought it back and removed it. Let's let's Google that. Is Pluto a planet again? Yeah. By 2022, what is the standard? What is it viewed as? It's a dwarf planet. Um, let's see. Downgrade status Pluto to a dwarf planet because it did not meet the three criteria the IAU used to define a full-size planet. Essentially, Pluto meets all the criteria except one. It has not cleared its neighboring region of other objects. Ah. Gotcha. That makes zero sense to me. Maybe maybe there's too many uh, asteroid-sized uh, objects in its belt, and therefore it, like Saturn has lots of moons, but they orbit. It's it's collected all of them, whereas mm. Pluto has not. It is still forming. Mm. I think that's what they're what they're talking about. Okay. I don't know. There's a video here. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, if they discover oil on Pluto, we'll be there in like ten years. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we already know that what was it Io or something has like diamonds or gold or rain something. I don't know. It's not yeah, oil. Like at its core. Yeah. It's not. I mean, if it was oil, we would be seeing an American flag playing there in record time. <laughs> it did have next, oil. Uh, we took it all. That's <laughs> where the next uh, Avatar movie would be set. We won the space race. We 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 made it to um, Saturn back in the Cold War. <laughs> We've just been ferrying it back ever since. It just hasn't got back to us. <laughs> yeah, the only reason the Americans went to the moon so quickly is they were checking for oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get one of those car dipsticks and they just put it into the surface and pull it out to see, like you know. Well, you you have to explain why we've never been back. It Back explains. then, the quality of gas was just dirty, so they needed to find some, because otherwise they were going to have to pedal home. <laughs> okay, so if they find out one of these uh, moons of one of our other planets is made of nothing but, like, uh, methane or any other type of natural gas, and it's over. Have you guys seen Iron Sky? Nope. Oh my god, movie not watch night. Iron cool. Sky I'm and Iron to... Sky 2, the second race, so good. I'm done to watch it this week. Hell yeah. Maybe toss in some Event Horizon for fun. Ooh, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Liberate me. No, what he was actually saying was, Liberate tutin me, ex inferius, save yourself from hell. <laughs> I love that movie. Billy, stay with me forever. Her eyes open, but there's no eyes. <laughs> well, um, so the new the new uh, Obi Wan came out. Did you guys watch it? No, uh, it, it's a series, right? Because I know that it was planned on coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's I, two, the first two episodes dropped. 
Cool. I'll have to check it's that goddamn out. Phenomenal. It I, is goddamn phenomenal. I've heard of it, but not watched it. We can't be friends anymore, AJ. <laughs> Do, do you Scottish people even have Disney Plus over there? We do, but I don't. Oh. Is that because you support Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the mental gymnastics here that you had to make to come to that conclusion. Ah, my brain. <laughs> well, I, I just figured the French were all about it, so... <laughs> See how we got there? See how we got there? <laughs> French jokes for the win. Motherfucker. <laughs> you got me good. You win this room to this. <laughs> Revenge will be sweet. I can promise you that. I, I do recommend Obi Wan though, uh, if you're a Star Wars guy. Um, it um, it doesn't answer questions, but it does hint that it knows we we've we've had questions for years, and they might answer them. That's kind of what I got from some of it. Is that you know we've got questions about Vader. We've got questions about uh, what happened to Leia and Luke as they were growing up. Organa. All the different people involved. What happened with Senator Organa and, and his wife when they took Leia? What happened with Luke's uncle and aunt when he went to live with them? We we get hints that we might get some of these answers. And a couple of hidden ones that I don't want to talk about because you guys haven't watched it. <laughs> Little things that are just really good. Um, all of my complaints about the Book of Fett being kind of slow. None of those complaints here. None. Oh my god. Nice. It might end up being better than Mandalorian. Might. Really? And Because that's going to be a hard one to beat. It might. It really might. They started off strong in the first two episodes. And they're each an hour. So it's literally like watching a new Star Wars movie with a lot, a lot more of a plot draw out. It's really good. So, yeah, so um, definitely be something to watch, Ben. I don't know if you guys heard about some of the stuff that happened with that, but right at the beginning, they're doing flashbacks, right, from the movies. So no and Obi-Wan? Yeah. So okay. no spoilers, but they're flashbacks from the movies, and we've all seen them. One of which is the massacre at the Academy. With the younglings? With the youngling. Hmm. So... And, well, I, and this, it's kind of like a little bit before four, five, and six. Yeah. Yeah. So it aired the night it aired, and it took them a few hours. But then it started airing with a um, a warning about the scene. Then they shortened the warning to beware of graphic scenes. Um, now some people have given them a lot of shit. I want people to remember. All they did was use already shot footage. Like, they used some from from um, uh, Book of Fed and Mandalorian, you know, because I think they flash back to when Grogu gets saved, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So they use a little snip of that, a little bit from the, from the original trilogy movies, like a little bit of both, so they get a cohesive thing going on. Um, it wasn't even that much. It was like Two minutes. 
But, but, but people were up in arms. It's like, guys, is cancel culture that bad? That bad. <laughs> and, then, I mean... and then they have to go, yeah, they tried to cancel fucking um, Tropic Thunder 15 years after it was made. Yeah. Because of blackface. Give me a break. Give me a break. It was funny at the time, and it's still funny if you just unclench your butthole a little bit. A little bit. He's working alongside black actors who all thought it was funny and told him he should do it. He didn't want to do it originally, but he was convinced to by his fellow comedians. I mean, come on. Give me a break. It's just so stupid. I'm so True. tired of cancer culture. And uh, there's I'm always cancer culture. Regarding like Star Wars, anytime they try to do anything that's like mildly diverse, um, you know, people just get like up in arms, like, "Oh shit, Obi Wan might be not worth watching because there, you know, there might be like a black heroine," you know. And it's like really, um, I, I think from the actual cast, they're like, "Yo, in the Star Wars universe, there's over like ten thousand different like species, and they're interplanetary." Um, you know, you should just let any of this racism shit just like drop because it's irrelevant. And they're well, not going to change. You have know? to remember, fucking, he, Luke is based, he, uh, remember when he grew up, it was, it was the 70s, he wrote it late 60s, um, the, the Nazis were still a big thing on everybody's mind, the fucking Empire Space Nazis, guys, they're supposed to be fucking, uh, uh, Xena, xenophobic for the most part. That's why you see mostly humans and the rebels taking any species. Right? That's the whole point. They were originally based on space Nazis, guys. Like, and so what happened after that? Well, people go, okay, yeah, we know they're space Nazis, but let's make them just a broader evil, a very defined evil. And so it became more than just space Nazis. It was space Nazis with a religion, right? So it's just that's I, you have to remember what the originals were. They they he wrote them as the middle of a story because he didn't have the beginning. He he mm. made it so that you understood this was part of a bigger world. That was the the gimmick when he wrote the original stuff. It was the gimmick. You're he, you're coming in the middle of a story that's already going, but it's okay because it's the the middle of a story that's actually the beginning of a very specific person's story, right? That was his whole gimmick. You're coming into a fleshed out universe. Yeah, kind of like a uh, token books. You know, like when you start off. Uh, what is it? The the first one with the the ring and like the uncle and stuff like that. Uh, I forget the name of the book right now. Well, he 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 wrote. The Fellowship of the Ring series. Mm. Then he wrote The Hobbit. He wrote the precursor after. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, The Hobbit was the one that I was thinking about. Yeah. And that was written so that everybody understood that there was a story. But he didn't start with how The Ring started. He just kind of gave you a basic idea that long ago, an evil power made The Rings. He gave them away. And this one controls them all. That's all you need to know. Everything from there is let's start you small and become grand. 
And that's kind of how Star Wars did it. Let's start just small and become grand. You start with some moisture farmer on some backwater shit desert planet who becomes the savior of the galaxy and stops the evil space Nazis. I'm sure that's how he pitched it. <laughs> I mean, really? And so people get all up in arms, but they have to remember where it started. And so, <clears throat> not where it ended up, but where it started to understand the origins and why the Empire is the way it is, why the Rebels are the way they are. Lucas was writing about our history and putting it into fantasy. Many fantasy writers did that. Tolkien did it. He took directly from World War I and other things and put them in his, his books. That's where some of the, the wars that happened come from. He took some of what was going on and transposed it into a fantastical world that made sense. All great writers do this. Some of the greatest writers take stuff that we can't even comprehend about our own world and make it so fantastical we don't even know it's about our own world. Isaac Asimov, for one. <laughs> so I think, I think some of... Uh, you know, again, this just goes back to kind of the whole feel of the whole convo tonight is people need to open and be accepting that what they think is right is probably not to someone else. And that's okay. You don't have to be right about everything. And your opinion really doesn't matter to anybody. And that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. Opinion is not supposed to matter to everyone. It's not. My, my opinion might matter to some of you listeners. Some of you listeners might take my opinion to heart or with a grain of salt or as a piece of a whole or however you want to take it and that's fine i don't expect everybody to agree with me or click or ag or anything we've got to say and to be honest we don't want that that's boring as shit anyway Truth. we just want you to at least agree with our feeling that without discussion without debate without poking into the really tough topics we can't find the truth into these things that are so muddy and fucked up now with media that it's hard to see truth from lies. But the truth is that you don't need scientists to back you up. You don't need political experts to tell you when something sounds bullshit. You just need to think it realistically. Realistically. And if, if you still can't come to a conclusion, then you search for something. But most of the shit I get into arguments with people about is common sense. Straight common sense. You're telling me that everybody doesn't have the right to freedom of speech. Well, not if they're a racist. Why not? Well, because I don't want to. That's your problem. You don't want to. Last I checked. I don't want us not in the Constitution. You got to think honestly about this shit. You got to, you got to, if you, if you believe everybody has the same rights, then Clickit has the right to pray to the cheese toast man. And AG developer has the right to, to pray to his bottle of vodka. And I have the right <laughs> to pray to myself. And that's okay. And you have the right to pray to whatever God or being or science 
or whatever the fuck you want. And no one, not me or your mom or anyone, should ever take that away from you. If you want to be a ballerina, no one should take that away from you. If you want to be a famous guitar, no one should take that away from you. If you want to be a professional asshole, nobody should take that away from you. I have done a good job being one. Okay? <laughs> Whatever you want to do, you should go for it. But keep in mind, it's a rough road. Failure is not the end. And you will fail if it's something worth doing. You will fail a lot because failure is the only way we really learn. Any of my lessons of life have come with pain and suffering because of my own stupidity. And I think if everybody listening and watching thinks about it deep inside, all of your best lessons are learned through failure and falling flat on your face. Learning mm -hmm. what, what girl or guy you shouldn't be looking for. Learning that drinking and driving damages your brand new BMW. Or, you know, we've all made those mistakes, hopefully when you're young and without hurting yourself or others. But we have all done it. And if you think about it, you don't learn from happy experiences. Very rarely do you. Do you really learn from good experiences? Because when you look back, think back on everything in your life, which ones stand out the most? The pain and suffering. It's mm -hmm. how nature teaches us not to do something again. Yeah, I think that's it. No, of his. They're not all. But his 43rd was better than his first. And better than his 42nd. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all that matters. Learning and moving forward, continuing forward for whatever you want. I don't care what it is. Uh, I, 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 I'll say in the same breath keep your fucking dreams reasonable. But don't let me fucking tell you not to do something either. So fuck what I'm saying, right? So. And uh, even Stephen King, you know, he would take all of his rejection letters and just put them up on the wall and use them for inspiration. It's like, all right, I've tried out to all these publishers. They've given me free feedback. It, it's up to me to, like, go ahead and improve on this or just, like, what, put my head in the sand and say I can't do this shit? Yeah, that's true. That's true.
Well, I think this has been a very explorative convo with us. Oh, yeah. Going from religion to space to racist cartoons, touching a little bit on the Johnny Depp trial and so on. Sometimes I really like our just, like, random musings, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, it gives it nice to not be so serious or focus on just one topic, but we can just, like, get a lot of shit off our chest or just talk about stuff. Yeah, because we always end up, like, when we're talking about one topic, one of us will sidetrack over to something else, and we start talking about that, then devolve and sidetrack to something else again, before we wrap back yeah. round to the main topic, talk about that for, like, five seconds before we devolve again, <laughs> so... <laughs> The economy in Eurasia. That's right. <laughs> so it's always nice to like kind of have this, you know, where we can just constantly devolve without having to yeah. stick to a topic. I do like mm-hmm. it. Uh, my 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 homework for our listeners. I actually have some homework for you guys tonight. I want you guys to tell someone who you see on a regular basis, coworker, loved one, uh, that you appreciate them. And that they're in your life. And I want you to think about those in your lives. How do they help you? How do you help them? Can you help more people? Should you help more people? Can you help those that you know in the right way? Not forcing them, but opening them to possibilities. Uh, through discussion, through talking, through just listening sometimes. Sometimes listening is more powerful than talking. Connect to people this week. Try to connect to people this week. That's that's my homework for myself today, too. I'm going to try to connect to more people around me. I'm lucky because I work in a smoke shop, so pretty much every transaction is connecting with someone new. Yeah, I like that. When I used to... Find um, someone close to you and really connect, click. Really tell them you appreciate them. And why, maybe. Oh, taco vendor, I love you so much. (laughs) With your your meaty hard hard shells. (laughs) Without you, my life is incomplete. You come... I come here on my lunch break from two to three. And you're always here. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Whoever that is for you guys out there, I think, I think I want to have little little goals every every week. Yeah, a little homework assignment. Nice. Yeah. Totally not a Fight Club thing. Totally yeah. not a Fight Club. Uh, remember, don't don't, don't, don't talk, talk about, about Mad Lads unless you talk about Mad Lads. <laughs> um, a, first rule of Mad Lads is you don't talk about Mad Lads. <laughs> Well, guys, I see our destination approaching. I think it's uh, I think it's time to uh, let the pilot take us in. Um, so why don't we do our thing? Cool. Let's start with you this week, Click It. Sure. Um, if you want to catch me on the socials, uh, you can either find me on twitch.tv forward slash x click it x. Uh, just like a mouse click with two x's in front and back. Um, uh, my community is 18 plus, and so is my Twitter. My Twitter handle is at T H E O R U L E Z, at Theo Rules. Once again, 18 plus, but usually on Twitter, I'll go ahead and post either friends that I'm supporting at the time, 
uh, random art shit or stuff that I'm just like into or bored whenever I'm at work. Uh, so you can get a more in-depth look at my day-to-day um, when I'm not streaming. But I definitely welcome you to come on by. Um, and yeah, of course, you can always catch us at the Discord too. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I'm guessing he's pointing to me. Um, so you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash agdeveloper. Um, you can also find me in every single direction that Har and Click are currently pointing. I'm basically everywhere. I am the oxygen you breathe. <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at Twitter um, at ag Sorry. underscore. Sorry, I was breathing ag. <laughs> um, but mm. yeah, my community is French. My community. Oh, fuck. <laughs> See, I could talk over all the other part. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, um, so yeah, my community is also 18+, plus, so just be mindful of that. Um, but, yeah, and you can also, you know, catch me on uh, Discord, you know, um, bit.ly for slash madlads Discord. I have a camel case, so make sure that every letter, um, each cap, uh, each sort of letter is capitalized or all lowercase. Or you can also find me slaving away on the Patreon, which is patreon.com for slash madlads podcast. And over to Hatter. Well, I have a Twitch, and I will be streaming um, uh, maybe Saturday or Sunday. I might be streaming Sunday, actually, uh, and showing off the new Dune game I got from the devs. That'll be awesome. Uh, so you can I'll find that at... Yeah! You can find that at twitch.tv backslash Mad Hatter and uh, you can find me on Facebook at Hatter Durant and um, Twitter at mad.hatter.and. Um... And for um, anyone listening on Spotify and watching us at the same time, you can always find the links right there. It's just below click. Right there. Bing, 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 bing. All right, guys. What a great podcast. I really enjoyed it. Um, always. And uh, guys, I appreciate you guys. Yep. We have been your in-flight entertainment this evening, and we hope to catch you on your next trip. Uh, remember, this airline is not responsible for lost or stolen baggages. Um, AG, put, put, put the bag down now. All right, we're going to get out of here. You guys all have a fantastic week. We will see you next week uh, with more shenanigans, and we're going to hand it back over to our pilot. Love you guys. See you next time. As we come into approach... Uh, I want to thank you for flying with Mad Lads. Uh, we have enjoyed your company, and we wish you well on your journey through life. We hope to see you again at the Mad Lads Podcast.